Coming up on this episode, we begin with Australian slang, expensive Airbnbs, and our top Vegas tips. Then we get into the week's tech news, including TikTok as a store and the latest headset from Meta. Stick around, it all starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 350, recorded November 3rd, 2022. Colby's Private Dynamic Island. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on Gadgets, the Internet, and you. I'm Sean Jennings, joined by two guys who are like a topical reference I didn't think of ahead of the show. It's Colby Rabideau and Dan Miller. Good evening, gentlemen. Oh, when you said topical reference, I like was thinking topical, like topical cream. And I was <laughs> so No, we were just talking about sunbre- uh, sunburns and stuff. That's why you got sunblock on the brain. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Oh, I don't think this is a thing when we went Colby, but you're you need to get special sunscreen in Hawaii now. And the only sunscreen that is sold is reef safe sunscreen, uh, which is different than the typical sunscreen reef killer um, sunscreen. Yeah. And it's very chalky at first. The reef safe sunscreen feels it comes out like, you know, an ointment. But then it dries to like a fine powder, uh, which feels really weird. And it Gross. really dries out your skin. This is the other thing that blew my mind. I'd never had sunscreen that dr- that dried out my skin before. So that that was that was a challenge. But the uh, I, maybe this will be my pick. But the the blue lizard thing that Wirecutter recommended for reef safe sunscreen, I didn't get any sunburn at all. So A plus to those those Aussies, they know how to make a, a sunscreen. Nice. All right, I don't know what they call it in Australia. Have we talked about how Australians shorten everything? That their like cultural meme is that everything is an abbreviation. <laughs> no. McDonald's is Mackers. Sunglasses are Sunnies. It's very silly. Very uh, unnecessary. Uh, my favorite ones are the food, Cab Sav for Cabernet Sauvignon, Spagbog. <laughs> For spaghetti bolognese, these are legit. People actually say these things. Uh, oh, they have a weird one for gas station too. It's not like you know petrol station in the UK. It's not called that. It's called something else. Uh, anyways, I wonder if they have a funny shortening for sunscreen. They must, but I don't know. Creamy? Do they just call it creamy? I don't know. Creamer, creamer, boy, creamer, <laughs> boy, boy, creamer. Oh, I put on some crema. Um, awful Australians. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's me. Now, does does Hawaii enforce the reef safe sunscreen? Like, is there a sunscreen police? No, but we went snorkeling and they they directly asked us. They're like, do you have chemical sunscreen? And we said no, which was true. Uh, nice. We could have lied and had it. Uh but there's no there's no one like checking at the beach as far as I know. But you can't you go into like a CVS in Hawaii and there there is no uh, what's the what's the one I'm thinking of? The sunscreens look completely different than they they do. You walk into a CVS here. Sure. Cool. Oh, and we got to go to Hawaiian Costco, uh, which was surprisingly exciting. It's like 70 percent the same, but 30 percent different stuff. And the yeah. most cru- and well, everything is much cheaper than the rest of Hawaii, which makes sense. 
so that's nice, including gas. Gas was like 420 or something like that uh, at the Costco gas station. Although, did you know that the Costco gas station is not open 24-7? I didn't know this. Huh. It has like hours. You got to be there what? at the right time. You know, a lot of gas. And now I'm going to Google what percentage of gas stations are open 24 hours, because I don't even know if that many are. Oh, I feel I can't think of one that isn't. <laughs> well, because you you're 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 a big city living, but out here in the uh, out here in the boonies, many do close. Wow. Um, but the most important thing that Costco has is bulk good poke. You can just get a pound of poke. Now the downside is you don't get there's no rice, so it's literally just like marinated fish. But right. Go to a Chinese restaurant, take out Chinese restaurant, ask him just for like four canisters of white rice, reheat the next two the next day. You're in business. Uh, so that's a pro tip. So that we nice. yeah we stayed in cheap Airbnbs and ate bulk Costco poke for four <laughs> days, <laughs> which was honestly luxurious. Uh, it tasted amazing. So that's that's my recommendation. Dan, it is definitely on my bucket list to travel somewhere with you because it just sounds like just fascinating. <laughs> no other word for it. Yeah, well, what are we going to do for the next Don't Panic uh, excursion? I'm psyched up. I'm ready. We got we to gotta do something. I'm uh, Dubuque, Iowa. Was it? We got to do one of those. You know, you see those commercials for like the insane Airbnbs. Yeah, like like the 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 marketable ones they put on the homepage. We should definitely overpay for one of those, like a spaceship or a big potato or like a train car. I yes. think we should go to the Star Wars hotel where you're in Star Wars. Oh shit! That listen, if I had thousands of dollars to burn, sign me up. Is it expensive? Oh, we, we got a flyer from Disney. I don't know how the fuck they found us. We got a a Star Wars, whatever it's called, Galaxy's Edge specific yeah. marketing flyer. And we did open it because we were like, oh, OK. And then we saw the prices. We're like, oh, man, it's just like it's like uh the normal tickets at the Hawaii resort we went to were much cheaper than <laughs> than one night in the Star Wars hotel. And it's like, ah, I don't know. Am I going to pay to sleep in a box with no windows? I'm going to pay twelve hundred or fourteen hundred dollars a night to sleep in a box with no windows. Oh, oh sure. Like, I'm sure the Star Wars stuff is cool. If it were set six hundred dollars, you could yeah. get you could get me there for two days once in my life. No, but, it's like it's like it's over two thousand for two nights. I know that. Yeah, yeah, it, it's ludicrous. And I don't. You can't stay one night. Was all my other. It's all. It's only two yeah. nights. Yeah, it's two nights, and you can't. While you one of those days, they let you into only the Star Wars area of the park. So you don't even get to like go to Disney while you're there. Like you're in the hotel eighty percent of the time. Weird. See, I hadn't done any of this. Uh, I had done no research. <laughs> it's probably better that way. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, we'll have to come up with... We, you can rent a castle on Airbnb. Castle Castles aren't that expensive. Is it no, more or less than $1,600 a night? Less. Like oh, some, less. At least a room in a castle that I've seen, yeah. 
There's oh, you can rent a boat. This is exciting. I could just spend hours just looking at. You can rent a cave. The other thing that I saw on Airbnb, and this was ten years ago now, legitimately ten years ago, but renting a private island is not that expensive if you get a group of people in on it. You can do it for like two hundred dollars a day per person if you get like a group of ten people. And the, the thing with these private islands is they often come with other things. They come with like housekeeping and sometimes with a chef. And it's still like, you know, the price of a decent hotel room uh, if you get a big group. So that would be my other proposal. I love that. We could, we could found a country while we're there. Private get like a Coast Guard, kick everybody off. Make international news. Private Islands, Inc. Islands for rent. Browse rental islands. There we go. Well, this one just doesn't. This one doesn't give the prices. It just does it by number of dollar signs. That's how you know it's expensive. Yeah. Uh, While we were on Maui, I don't remember having this experience on the other islands we went to, Colby, but we could see other Hawaiian islands from our island all the time. Uh, I don't remember being being able to see any other islands. Me either. But I guess Maui is like very centrally located. And so we, we were able to yeah. see three other Hawaiian islands. One of them was Lanai. And did you know? And I was like, oh, that's cool. One of them is uninhabited. So, of course, I went on that Wikipedia page. There wasn't much to, much to learn. Oh, although the U.S. did missile testing on that island for a long time. So that was exciting. But Lanai is owned... 99.99% by Larry Ellison. But you hmm. can go. And there are hotels there. They're just all paying rent to Larry Ellison. <laughs> uh, and Larry Ellison, like, there are no parks. There are no, you know, state or national parks on Lanai. Uh, Larry Ellison sets the rules. So I was literally reading something about, like, something you could do there. And they were like, oh, yeah. You used to be able to, like, you know, rent a a four-wheel drive and go up this road, but Larry Ellison outlawed it. <laughs> I was like, what a, what a weird statement. Huh. And but they I have, have one of the, with my own yard. One of the top five best hotels in the world, I was reading, and this one, it, th- even this one, I think, is comparable to a two nights at the uh, Star Wars hotel. It was like $1,200, $1,400 a night. Which is pretty steep, but you know, for the best hotel in the world in an island that hardly anyone goes to. Now, here, if you want to go with me on a vacation, Sean, we could go there. I'll show you a Dan vacation. There's absolutely nothing there except this hotel, a hotel that offers classes on like meditation and uh, deep breathing, and they pair you with like a wellness expert for your stay. Those are the two hotels you can stay at. There's one street. That goes from the airport to the one town, and that's it. This is this is dangerously close to an HBO miniseries in which I die by the end, <laughs> uh, where it's where it's. Let me show you a real Dan vacation. <laughs> well, I was on the plane back. I you know you look at the you know look to the person on your right and look at what they're watching, and it was some HBO thing, and you know. There is all sorts of shenanigans happening on the screen, and it looked like they were rich people. And then the next day, I was reading a story about this HBO miniseries about 
this like murder mystery set on a resort in Hawaii where all these rich people are. And I was like, oh, that exactly must have been what he was watching. So, yeah, that could be us. It's all right. I'll stick to it. I'm in uh, two weeks from now. I'm in Vegas for work. Oh, um, oh baby. And so and actually, I haven't even, I haven't told you guys this yet. Uh, I'm staying at Resorts World, which is the new one they just built next to the convention center. But it's the only hotel connected to the convention center by Elon Musk's weird Tesla tunnel. <laughs> so I'm going to get to try the cars that drive in the tunnel. I think we've talked about this on the show, the Vegas Loop. Yes. Wow. Does it only have one stop or I guess two stops? It has. Well, it's got three stops. The convention center is so large. It's got convention center east, central and west. That was wow. the loop. And then they just added this as the first like non-convention center stop at Resorts World. Wow, that's exciting. That's awesome. So I'm going to a first ever field report for Don't Panic. I'm very excited. <laughs> They'll get us banned I'll, from Twitter if we don't like I'll, it. I'll, I'll interview the driver and uh, hopefully not crash the car in the ventless exitless tunnel. That's exciting. I thought you were going to say, I, I haven't told you guys this yet, but I'm moving to Vegas. That, that's where no. I thought that was going. No, that would be cool. But no, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, no, just visiting for the, the big uh, pool and spa and decking now, show. Have so. you, I, do you do any gambling at all? Uh, I did last time I was there. I did, uh, but I pretty much only do like blackjack. I don't do the slots. Um, and I, I, some people tried to teach me craps and I was like, I'm not, I'm not just no, I'm just not doing it. So a little bit, but only do on the cheap tables. Do you enjoy playing blackjack? Like, is it fun? I, I think so. If you're doing it with other people and like, I've tried to do it in like the small casino here in Springfield, it's not as good in Vegas. Everyone's pretty chill about it, especially if you're like a five or $10 hand table. And so, um, yeah, it was a it was a positive experience. You just take it in and enjoy it. And I made like three hundred bucks, so wasn't wow. wasn't too bad. Statistically unlikely. So I don't know if I'll do much this time, just because of my schedule. The trick is you got to go to Old Vegas, like the Golden Nugget, and all like the really old hotels downtown Vegas, because then the tables are cheap at like Caesar's Palace. It's like minimum twenty five dollars a hand, and I'm not. Like, that's that's good. rich for my blood. Twenty five dollars. No way. Not a, not a goddamn chance. So no, you go to the old hotels. It's like five dollars a hand and people will sit there just all day and play. It's it's pretty wild. That sounds fun. Yeah. Hey, absolutely. Hey, yeah. And you just, you know, they bring you free drinks and you just sit there and free drinks for five dollars a hand. That's not so bad. I Another crazy experience I had was going to Hawaii and, and you know, getting twenty dollar Mai Tais. And then we went to a cocktail bar last night. Cocktails are fourteen dollars. I was like, Wow. This is pretty cheap. Not bad. <laughs> so if you want to uh, feel better about the amount of money you're spending in your normal life, go to Hawaii and it's suddenly everything's way cheaper. Uh, listen, Vegas is it, it's basically like a stadium where they know you can't go anywhere else. I had a an $18 Rachel Ray breakfast sandwich last time I was there and it was maybe made out worth of real $4. Rachel Ray. <laughs> no, it's like because that's the other thing is everything's branded. So you'll just be walking down the street. I'll be like, oh, look, that restaurant is by Judy Dench. Why does she have a restaurant here? I don't know, but it's Judy Dench's Vegas kitchen. Um, <laughs> Dame Judy Dench. <laughs> yeah, oh, I just read Martha Stewart just opened a, supposedly a quite good restaurant in, in Vegas. So everyone does it. So it was like Rachel Ray's like kiosk 
and they were doing breakfast sandwiches and they were vastly overpriced <laughs> and it was not great. Um, but anyhow, any, uh, anything else going on with you, uh, with you gentlemen over the last month? I feel like I had a bunch of tech technology related experiences. One I'll save for picks. Uh, the other, I like, I'm now a resident of the dynamic Island. Whoa. Someone's gone pro. Yeah. My phone's in the other room, but I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Is this a private Island? (laughs) Yeah. Get off of my dynamic Island. Um, no, it's good. I'm, I was surprised by how bright the always on screen is. Like, I didn't really process that it was going to be like pictures all the time. It's kind of weird. I don't hate it, but it's weird. And I was not, I guess it shouldn't be surprising, but I turned off the always on screen while I was on vacation because I wanted to save battery and you save a ton of battery. I debated whether to turn it back on or not. The one reason I like it is a very specific use case. I mean, I don't mind it, but the thing I find it really useful for uh, in the shower in the morning, I'm often concerned about what time it is and I have no fucking way to tell what time it is. But now I can peek out the shower and look at my phone on the counter and see what time it is. There you go. So that's pretty clutch for that. I didn't think of that. Mostly I shower in the evening. Yeah. He's got all the time in the world. Exactly. You know, I think you're doing it right. I don't know why on vacations I I end up showering in the evening. Yeah. I don't I don't know why. I guess I like the feeling of if I'm going to be sitting slash standing in the same place for a long time, I feel like I notice if I'm at all greasy or dirty or I feel like I haven't showered in a while. A lot. Whereas if I'm like out and about doing stuff, I'm I'm too distracted to notice. So I right. guess that's why I shower in the morning. But it is much nicer to shower in the evening. I agree. I've gotten it now. I'm growing my hair out. You guys haven't seen me in a month. I'm growing my hair out, and um, it really it gets pretty wild when I do that. And so I can't like. Uh, there's no flexibility. It's got to be showered constantly. Otherwise, it's just a disaster. But I'm going for the Dan and or Colby look. I'm going to see if I can split the difference <laughs> right right in between and see see what I can do. Ooh, like that's it. exciting. I haven't I haven't had long hair since high school. It's been a very long time, so. Hopefully it won't be too gray. Um, I will say on the technology side, how does my uh, video look today? Extremely crisp. I was going to comment on that when it was just you and me. Well, Dan, I'm using continuity camera, and it's my iPhone camera. Whoa! 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 Whoa. Yes, that is that is correct. That's cool. I can't add any more than that. It works fine. Did you get one of those weird little uh, notchy things? <laughs> no, I, Colby. I have so many mounts and tripods and just stupid crap in my house. It took me about five seconds to jerry rig something. I didn't need to buy it. 
um, that that was not a concern. So I had it up. And actually, I didn't tell you guys this for the first time ever in the history of the uh, Coffee and Beer Podcast Network. I double dipped tonight. I just finished taping up for debate before this. I know. Wow. And, so, and so I used continuity camera for that whole show and it worked great. So um, it is continuing. Matt says hello. Hi, Matt. Does it do the thing where it follows you around? I don't. That's one thing I didn't. It, it actually was a bit annoying to get it to even work. Mm. It was kind of being a pain. Sure. Um, and so I didn't get a sure. chance to try any of the kind of more advanced because there's all kinds of different features, video effects. Oh, here you go. Oh, I can portrait mode. Oh, look at that. It blurs the background. Studio light. Oh, look at that. Oh, damn. I mean, I even need the lights. That's cool. And then there's center stage. Which is now, Whoa. if I go. Now you look blurry, here. though. Oh, does it? Okay, it looks good on my end. I mean, um, it, doesn't, it doesn't look bad, but it. it and it, now, I feel the like real the question. Dropped. Let's see about this. Uh, use the. I'm going to see. Oh, see, I don't have the enough lenses for a uh, desk view. You need more. Oh, I need the third damn. lens. Because what's going to do? Are you guys ready for this? I'll show you desk view. It's just my stomach. <laughs> uh, I don't know. If, can you see it? Is it showing it to you? No, no. Oh, it's supposed to be. Okay. Um, yeah, it doesn't. It's not deep enough to show the desk, but that's cool. Wow. Studio lighting looks really good. I wonder if I turn off my. Oh, I can't because I don't have my phone. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so that's been cool. Been playing with that. Um, that and I don't. Cool. Center stage has been. Uh, cool oh there you go yeah that lighting's better or stage manager that's what about stage manager has been cool i don't know if you guys have tried that i've liked it i tried it a little bit on on this computer which i haven't used a ton i kind of like i'm kind of interested to try it in in the work context i feel like it might be nice but i also feel like it might not be as a, as a Windows user, the when you minimize something, you don't it's not there thing like or like apps can still be open, but there's no window like this is this helps ease the transition. I'm still not fully used to it. So this is much more traditional um, Windows. Sure. That makes sense. I so I updated this computer to Ventura and since then Zoom can't update. So every time I open a Zoom meeting, it does the like, oh, you're go- trying to go to a meeting that you're three minutes late for. Um, I'm going to install an update right now. And so Zoom installs an update and then it gives you an error dialogue that says, oh, I couldn't install the update. And then you click like, OK, and it just closes <laughs> instead of opening your meeting. Luckily, if you click into the meeting again. It does open. Yeah, I give them my my work computer. I don't have admin privileges, so I can't update it. But every time it's like, do you want to update? And I'm like, uh, I would if I could. But thankfully, they, they do still let you in. Yeah. They're not yeah. too bad. Ventura settings app is weird. I don't like it. That's all my opinions. <laughs> okay. Any anything else, uh, folks? 
before we get into the news, any other personal discussions or anecdotes? Any no. Big news or announcement? All right. Well, <laughs> I, 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 I was dumb enough to scan through a month's worth of news, and unfortunately, this was the best I could come up with, question mark. Um, I, I avoided all the big stories. I found all the medium stories. I didn't want to talk about Musk and Twitter because uh, that's kind of a stupid, ever-evolving story. Uh, and so I went with the medium stories. We got the new uh, Quest Pro. We've got the new iPads and Apple TV. We've got some TikTok rumors, some Apple ad controversies. Any of that sound remotely interesting? You're muted, Dan. Oh, I was just incredulous about the TikTok and the Fulfillment Center story. Yeah, definitely a weird one. Um, TikTok, a, a, a suspicious Chinese company. Um, listed a number of jobs, job postings, um, that according to them, uh, TikTok is looking to build an international e-commerce fulfillment system that will include international warehousing, custom clearings, and supply chain systems that will support domestic e-commerce efforts in the U.S. and cross-border e-commerce efforts. Um, one position, a logistic solution manager, is looking for a Seattle-based employee to plan and design fulfillment centers and e-commerce logistic solutions. Uh, another calls for the creation of a new f- fulfillment service center from scratch. Um, there's even one that specifically mentions um, shipping, parcel consolidation, transportation, and returns. Uh, now, part of this is uh, TikTok exploring a QVC-like live shopping feature in the U.S. out of the holiday season. Already a huge feature in China right now, um, where the, there are millions and millions of viewers watching uh, live shopping, uh, streaming on social apps. Um the question is, will they actually be able to then fulfill those orders in their own uh, fulfillment centers? Gentlemen. Huh. Weird. Does QVC have its own fulfillment centers? No. <laughs> no, that's it's it's UPS like the rest of us. A fulfillment center is different from the shipping thing, though, right? Yeah, again, these are job listings, so it's really we're kind of like reading a little too much into the tea leaves here. Uh, based on my what understanding, I've read, is a fulfillment yeah. center is um, basically a warehouse where you take the things that are manufactured go to the warehouse, and then at some point, the things go from the warehouse to the customer, oftentimes facilitated by the fulfillment center because then they can arrange when things get moved out and with which carriers and stuff. I had, I know about this because I had a, uh, uh, I think I mentioned I got the new keyboard and it's the keyboard that Colby already had and didn't like, so I could have just gotten one from him. (laughs) Uh, and the day after I received this keyboard, the new version of the old keyboard that I really liked that kept breaking shipped. It was like, of course. And, uh, you know, I bought that on Kickstarter like two years ago. Of course, it shipped then. And it's like, great. Like, here's your tracking number. I like, stuck the tracking number in. That was like September 6th or something like that. It like, didn't ship for a long time. And I finally emailed them. I was like, and, and they're like, you put it in. I use that. Uh, what's that thing called? Packages. What's the, the iOS app where you can track stuff? I forget what it's called. Parcel. There we go. Mm. And it was like no information. It was a like question mark. 
So eventually I emailed them. I was like, did you give me the wrong tracking number? Like, what's the deal here? And it was uh, <laughs> it was held for customs because the U.S. government decided they're going to inspect this package. And then they're like, I don't know when it's going to get released. <laughs> and so eventually it did. And they're like, good news. Uh, your thing shipped. And I was like, great. Of course, except that I got that notice two weeks ago. And it was going to arrive while I was in Hawaii. It's like, ah, come on. I, I did not expect this to be a problem when this shipped, shipped two months ago. So I was like, okay, you know, I'll get someone to come pick it up. And then while I'm in Hawaii, I get an email saying like, uh-oh. Uh, so it turns out the fulfillment center, this is why I learned that they're responsible for shipping things, printed out your UPS label. Purchased it, printed it out, slapped it on the box. Then it was held for customs. And then six to seven weeks later, it was shipped out. UPS labels are only valid for four weeks. And so all these things went out. Payment due upon delivery by the person receiving them because the the, uh, payment had expired. And so then I was like, oh, shit. Well, like, I was expecting it just to get dropped off. And then my friend was going to come pick it up. But what if the UPS guy shows up? Oh, and by the way, if you don't pay, it's not like it gets held at the, the sh- center. It gets destroyed. They just, <laughs> they just like blow it up. So I was like, well, there's nothing I could do about this. I'm not going to ask my friend. There's no way for me to let him into my house because see a couple episodes ago and I talked about how I can't get smart locks on this house. I'm not going to have him just camp out outside in the cold rain. It's like, I don't know. I guess whatever happens, happens. So luckily the UPS, just they just dropped it off. They didn't seem to care, although it did have a big scary notice on it. It was like... <laughs> invalid postage but then to add insult to injury uh the third layer of hell here this hasn't happened to me since college i got a third email from the company saying whoops we shipped you the wrong keyboard because it was for the other dan miller that ordered the keyboard (sighs) or actually what happened was there are two at least two Dan Miller's that ordered this keyboard. One of them wrote in subsequently to modify their order, and they accidentally applied that modification to my order because it matched the existing. We both ordered not only this keyboard, the same exact configuration, and I got the wrong, the wrong key switches. So now I have to wait for new key switches to get shipped from Hong Kong. Well, you know, this other Dan Miller sounds like a cool guy. He sounds like a cool guy. He sounds like we might like him. No, he got the the quiet switches. Oh, Come on, too boring. What? Yeah, we're all the, working from home now, buddy. We, well, I was no gonna say, what did you quiet switches? What'd you get, Dan? The loudest ones they make? Yes. The the, <laughs> the rock and roll. Uh, you know. Have you heard? Actually, have you heard have my you new switches? I I got them. Uh, I added even louder ones. Ready? Oh, that's amazing. Oh, that is satisfying. That's great. That sounds like the fake typing sound that they use to. Yes, it's very good. Yes. (laughs) I want an audio feed of just Dan's keyboard. That that could be arranged. ASMR. It's now Lena's been going into the office more and more. So now if you just mic'd up my desk, it would be like (laughs) I probably laugh one or two times a day during work. But then the rest of it is just clicking. So we it's like Dan's that. OnlyFans, just uh, just a live stream <laughs> of him all day, just typing away. Yeah, and if you if you donate like 
20 bucks, I'll, I'll laugh. I'll throw in a little ha ha ha. <laughs> the, uh, the, I, I remember specifically when I laughed out loud today. Um, did we talk about the guy who streamed for like 65 days straight on Twitch in like 2021? I think it was. He set like the record for like most consecutive, like nonstop, most consecutive hours streamed. And I believe he still holds it. Uh, this guy originally came from competitive Super Smash Brothers, and now he's like a multi-millionaire, like legitimately, mm. because anyways, long story. Anyways, he has a lot of money now, and he's doing many things with this. He puts on his Smash tournaments, which is great. But a couple of weeks ago, he was like, I, uh, I'm launching my own bidet, and he's designed and manufactured and is now selling a Ludwig-branded bidet. And can you guess what the URL is. And by the way, today he bought out one of the billboards in Times Square and it displayed a picture of this bidet and this URL. What if you were to look at all the fun new TLDs we have and you were to come up with a website for a, a bidet that you're selling, what what would you want? Cleaned up, but <laughs> close. Ass.cleaning. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> Uh, so you could go there right now buy buy Ludwig's bidet. But anyways, that was what I laughed out loud today. Was when I saw the Times Square billboard the ass stock cleaning on it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I could arrange that for you, Colby. Clicking and an occasional little laughter to myself. <laughs> nice. Is anyone else going to take the ass cleaning challenge? <laughs> uh, n- uh, no, no. No, I'll. I'll uh, Have I'll you ever my... tried a bidet, Sean? You've been I, to Amsterdam. I, I, uh, I didn't get a chance to stay anywhere with a bidet, so no, I, I've never, I've never tried a bidet. I've thought about uh, potentially purchasing one. Seems like a hassle, but um, I've thought about it. My toilet. I learned. I, I since the last time we talked, I renovated my bathroom, and uh, which now we're getting into home improvement show again. Um, but after a lot of paint and fixtures and plumbing and all kinds of stuff, I learned I was uh, cleaning. I was painting around the my toilet, like where it's up against the wall, like underneath. And I bumped, you know, the toilet has like those two main screws on the bottom that kind of hold it into place. I bumped into one of them and the cap came off, which has never come off since I bought the house. There's no screw under it. So my toilet only has half the screws it's supposed to holding it up. And I, there would occasionally be like a little bit of a sewery smell. And I like this toilet is a ticking time bomb. The seal is going to break. And so at, at some point in the future, I have to take the whole toilet off, put in a new wax seal and get a proper screw and reattach it. And I'm like, son of a bitch, everything in this house is wrong. Two questions. One, did you verify that there's a screw in the other screw hole? Yes. Yes, I did. Okay. I checked. And by the way, that <laughs> screw was loose. That screw was loose. I tightened it. I was like, oh, my God. And I was confused about this, too. So I we had a leaking toilet that was leaking around where the toilet sits on the floor and people came and fixed it. But like, what does the underside of a toilet look like? I would have thought that it's mostly that that thing is mostly cosmetic and that some pipe hooks up into the bottom of the toilet. And yeah. that the seat doesn't need to be sealed, right? It's because sealed. It's sealed where the pipe coming out meets the pipe coming up. That's right. where you yeah. have the seal because there's the sewer gases that will actually back up and come out if I you don't have about the seal. That. Yeah. 
And so you just get a little wax seal at the store and you put it in and it smushes together. But the, and the, uh, the base of a toilet does not need to be sealed against the floor. No, it shouldn't. If it's installed properly now. OK. All right. Just you know, cosmetically, just they usually do it just so you don't see a gap. Right. OK. Right. Yeah. Uh, don't panic home improvement. <laughs> so that's why I haven't gotten a bidet. I barely have a working toilet. So I'm going to just well, take it. If you one. want one, ask that cleaning. <laughs> well, I think Dan's got to take the you. It's your you found it. You got to take the challenge, Dan. When I live in a more permanent location, I will do it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I did take actually, I recently bought a past show pick. Uh, based on the recommendations of one Colby Rabidou, I got the brushes you attach to your power drill that cleans things. Hell yeah, I did it to clean my bathroom in anticipation of uh, all the work I did. So, did you thumbs up, my man. I did use them. They worked. They worked pretty well. They worked pretty well. My stuff was pretty dirty, so <laughs> yeah. I needed some needed some help. It's more satisfying that way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I just was I, all it really proved to me was I need a more powerful drill. Now I have an excuse to upgrade because it's for, you know, drilling things, but also cleaning. Right, right. Heck yeah. Nice. Um, Okie doke. Let's see what else is going on. Uh, Let's talk about um, the Oculus Rift the Pro. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the Oculus Pro or the Quest Pro. Sorry, Quest Pro. Uh, the Quest Oculus Pro. Oculus is dead. Long live Quest. Damn straight. One thousand four hundred ninety-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. Um, the upgraded headset as part of the uh, Quest family. Uh, what do you get for that uh, versus the old one? A few things. Uh, full color mixed reality. It's basically covered in cameras in the front, giving you full color pass through. Um, resolution four times higher. Um, so you can still see the physical world in color through and potentially even do some mixed reality stuff, depending on software available. Uh, a new design um, counterbalance. The batteries are actually in the back, which makes it kind of sleeker and thinner on the front, balances it on your head. Uh, it's got expression tracking, uh, smiles, eyebrow raises, winks, all those things. It'll track those uh, new controllers, the touch pro. Uh, instead of having that big like cone that sticks up to track your finger, it actually uses a built-in camera, so it's kind of flat on the top. Um, more motion, uh, better feedback, longer battery life. Um, just going through here, it's got uh, better optics. Um, it's thinner, but you're getting more pixels per inch and a larger color gamut. Um, yeah, that's that's generally the idea. And what was the price again? $1,499. That's a lot. Uh, it is certainly a, uh, a premium. A premium. They're, they're top of the line. Colby, remind me, you kept your Oculus Quest 2? <laughs> yeah, and I don't think I've used it since, like, the day before it was too late to return it. <laughs> I yeah I I used it for a while to play um that Half-Life 2 that Half-Life Alice game which is really really good. Highly recommend that. But here so 
you can't see it and I can't rotate this. This is a giant like two pane patio door glass door situation. Uh, and so I feel like a total dingus if everyone driving down the road can just look to their right and see me flailing around in this glass cube, basically. So I haven't used it at all since I moved. Just sad. There's a couple of times I've thought to want to when it's raining here. And I feel like I want to exercise. I do wish that I had the confidence to play the uh, the Beat Saber. Although I guess I could take the, the upstairs to play Beat Saber because you don't need to attach it to the computer. That's true. I did the the when I used it here, I would close all of the shades. I don't have shades on these on this door. I need to. Actually, we have a guest staying next week down here and i just realized we need to put something there so that they're not woken up by all the car lights okay yeah we have to fix that <laughs> just in time to move in four months nice yeah. are you gonna take the oculus uh, quest sorry the quest pro challenge sean uh, no, I'm going to wait for the two to $3,000 Apple headset coming out uh, later next year. This one's not expensive enough. Yeah, nice. I. Uh, every time I use my laptop and I think about how much it's doing and how not warm it is, I think about how amazing this hopefully will be released. The Apple headset will be because what Did I. You... What I wish the Oculus Quest 2 was, was more powerful and a lighter. And I feel like Apple could actually do it. Did you see the rumor that was out today about or this week about Apple's headset? It's going to supposedly have iris scanning ability where it's going to have because right now they have cameras inside that like track your eye movement and stuff. Right. But apparently it's going to be so good. It can actually scan your eye and identify you based on your eye when you put the headset on. And if someone else Damn. puts it on, it'll identify their eye. Now they're just making shit up. That's not a thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's baloney. That seems like they're actually making things up. Maybe not. So creepy. Yeah, not not great. Um, yeah, it's cool. I mean, this is absolutely a developer business i mean i don't think your average home user is going to need this versus a i mean all pretty much all the examples they give are like oh you can wear this all day for work or you can you know it's got it's passed through so you can work um they, they're not really pushing <laughs> the gaming angle with this one in particular right so I do need Are to we so is it uh, out of bounds to talk about Facebook now? Sorry, Meta. Of course and not, Dan. Listen, everything's in bounds. We don't we, we we don't we don't have those lines here. Can you? When was the last time that Facebook stock price was as low as it is? Can you guess? Oh, probably. Uh, I don't know. Probably quite a while. September 4th, 2015. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not great. So what you're saying is that now's the time to buy. 
If Is that what be, I'm hearing? If you believe the Zuck and you believe <laughs> that the metaverse is the next big thing, now is the time to buy. It's true. <laughs> I have a story. Uh, on Halloween, Laura and I were walk. We just went out for a walk to, like, you know, get a get a a little taste of Halloween and go back inside. It was like a little chilly, so I had a sweatshirt on. A black, a black like zip up hoodie and my usual like t-shirt and jeans. And someone drove by in a car and like leaned out the window and yelled, Mark Zuckerberg. (laughs) (laughs) Continued on. Anyways. What do you think it is about you, Colby, that encourages these strangers to shout things at you? This is a recurring pattern. It doesn't happen that often. But when- it has never happened to me. No one has ever like pulled over on the side of the road or stopped me in the subway to like yell something at me. But it's happened know. to you at least twice. Yeah, like two times. I'm trying to think if I've ever been yelled at before. <laughs> but, I mean, but uh, like otherwise, I don't know. I, I think it's know. confidence. I think I think if anyone saw me in particular and wanted to yell at me, they'd be like, oh, if I said anything to this guy, he'd run away screaming. But Colby's got that like this guy can handle it. I don't know who I could. It could be that I get yelled at more and I just don't realize it. That's a real possibility. It's kind of, Yeah, it's. What is what is this? If, if catcalling is like unwelcome <laughs> uh, hitting on, what is this called? What is that like animal equivalent? Unwelcome observations. Yeah, because they're never compliments per se. It's yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not exactly Although, an insult either. Right, right, yeah. Uh, yeah, wild. Uh, and by the way, I will point out on uh, up for debate just before this, Matt informed me. I did not know this that Cracker Barrel is a publicly traded company, which I found very amusing. Their stock price is currently higher than Meta's. So wow. if you can believe it, uh, they're, they're doing quite well. I can't believe um, it. The Cracker Barrel Corporation. To be fair, Cracker Barrel didn't lose $9 billion last quarter. So That's true. What do they call people? Well. Do they call people who work at Cracker Barrel crackpots? Barrelers? <laughs> I like that. You'd have to be a, you know, I, I'm not allowed to insult the crack. People get mad when I insult the Cracker Barrel for being a crappy restaurant. So I'm keeping my mouth shut. <laughs> they do. I've Who gotten some aggressive flack in the past for complaining about <laughs> bad experiences I've had at the Cracker Barrel. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, when you get an inedible meal, complaining to the manager is out of bounds. I see. <laughs> Well, you keep your secrets, Sean. I I just well, it's no secret. I did in front of everybody, and boy, were they not happy. I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> they're like, "How dare you, Sean? Eat your disgusting meal and like it." Right. And I refused. Um, let's see what else. What else? We got a little. Well, if you want to talk about another story, we can. Otherwise, we can move on to picks. I know you guys are excited to go watch the World Series game, so I don't want to hold you up. What's the World Series? 
Exactly. Uh, <laughs> no, Phillies Astros, uh, which could you even know what sport that is? Yeah, I don't know. Baseball. There you Someone's paying attention. Uh, Astros are up right now, but we'll see. Nice. What is the Apple Pencil hover feature? Great question. Um, so apparently, uh, you're talking about the updates to the uh, the iPads, uh, both yeah. the Pro and the regular. Um, the iPad Pro now has a feature uh, where with Apple Pencil, the iPad notices when the pencil is hovering above the screen, um, but not actually touching it. And that means uh, interface elements can sort of come up on the screen when it floats before it actually um, touches the screen. Uh, developers can use it with a new API. Neat. That's cool. Apparently, I missed this like completely. Yeah, it was basically just a press release. Yeah. They, they didn't do any event or anything like that. Right. Um, and all they really did was upgrade the processors and the Wi-Fi, and they didn't really add any new uh, major features. Sure. Yeah. I'm, Dan sounds disappointed. Yeah, my iPad's five years old, and it's fine except for the battery life. And also, mm. weird things happen on this iPad. Like, sometimes it's just totally broken. Like, Safari, like, it just can't load web pages anymore, but... The, on other devices, that web page works fine. So I would be in the market for a new iPad, but I feel like uh, next year they're going to have a bigger update. So I'm back. I'm back on this iPad for at least another year. I get well, it. I don't know if you guys saw the um, the Apple Pencil adapter, which yes. was very funny to me. The, uh, the new 10th generation iPad only supports the first generation pencil, not the second gen. Uh, but the first gen only charges over lightning and the 10th generation iPad only has USB-C. So now you have to get a USB-C to Apple pencil adapter for $9 uh, to no. charge it. That's terrible. Yep. And if you buy a brand new first generation Apple pencil, which you can, it will come with the adapter in the box. <laughs> it's nice. The box. Nice. Yeah, definitely a wacky one. All right. Well, I think it's that time where we move on to picks. It's the part of the show which each of us brings something we want to share, something we've been enjoying. Guys, you've had a whole month to come up with these picks, so I'm sure they're going to be doozies. I'm going to go first. This past weekend, I made some carrot cake cupcakes for a Halloween party at the office. Um, and I had bought these a while ago and hadn't actually had a chance to use them. Uh, OXO, uh, good grips, silicone baking cups. I saw these. I hate when you're making specifically uh, a cupcake or a muffin, getting the batter into those paper like cups is a huge pain in the ass. And you never, and then you have to peel them off when you eat them. I saw these silicone ones. I'm like, I wonder if these work. And I got to tell you guys, these things are off the goddamn charts. Um, they sit nice in each of the cups, you know, in the pan. The batter pours in really nice, cooks them super evenly. And then when you take them out, because it's silicone, it basically just peels off, leaving you a no wrapper cupcake or muffin. And they're dishwasher safe and they wash super easy because they're silicone. 
how did anyone ever bake before these? I kid you not. That's I, I as soon as it happened, I'm like, I'm picking these on the show. That's how excited I was. Um, and they're really reasonable. You can get uh, 12 of them enough to fill a standard uh, muffin tin for twelve dollars. Um, and they're reusable, so you'll use them forever. Damn. So if, if you're into baking and you ever make these sort of individual cupped desserts, uh, it's a total no brainer. And that is my pick. And if anyone needs a recipe for a uh, carrot cake cupcake, let me know. Um, They came out pretty good. Um, uh, Let's see, Dan, we already heard a little bit about yours, but why don't you expand on it here? Yeah, the Blue Lizard, it is called Blue Lizard. Uh, Sunscreen, really good. I burn very easily. I didn't burn at all. And I applied the sunscreen according to the directions on the box, just pretty regularly. But I didn't get burned at all. Uh, it doesn't smell. It doesn't make you feel greasy, although it does dry out your skin. So that's a trade off. Uh, and the bottle turns pink when it's in the sun, which is a fun little, little bonus. Hmm. You get to look at the, uh, how deep pink the bottle is and gauge how strong the UV rays are right now. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm a big fan of blue lizard. It's expensive, but it works really well. Better than a sunburn. Yes. Uh, now, Dan, what format? Oh, the other thing you... was, here's the yes. other the other interesting thing. I feel like when I go swimming with normal sunscreen, I'm always like, is this working? Because I don't understand how it can possibly work. But with the mineral sunscreen, you can tell when it stops working because you feel it's not there anymore. You can look and you can feel and it's mm. gone. And then you're like, oh, shit, I need to put more on. So that was a surprising That's benefit awesome. is a lot of times when I was swimming with the chemical sunscreen, I would apply probably more often than I needed to because I I don't know how long it lasts. But here you can kind of see how long it lasts. That's awesome. I'm definitely going to try some of this. Now, Dan, what format do you like your sunscreen in? Liquid, spray, roll on? Liquid is the only way to ensure that it gets everywhere. So I like I like spray. I like the idea of spraying. Spraying is easier, but it's not as effective. And when you're in my position, it needs to be 100 percent effective if you're not going to have a bad time. Oh, for sure. No, no, just just curious. I I'm a big fan of the roll on deodorant stick style. Have you tried that? I haven't tried. I just saw that on the product page and I was like, does Blue Lizard make deodorant? I didn't. uh, So that's sunscreen. Yeah, I use the I use the Neutrogena has a sunscreen Um, and it's it's again, it's like your standard classic solid deodorant roll up stick. And what's nice is you can make sure as you're rolling it on that you're kind of hitting every area, but it goes on very evenly and then your hands stay clean and dry because you're rolling it on with the stick. I would absolutely advocate at least trying it um, because it's a total it goes like the back of the neck and stuff. You can just sort of just go blowing my mind. Okay. Yeah, it's really great. Interesting. Could you rig up a, a like an arm so that you could do your whole <laughs> that thing? Dan, you just got to get flexible. That that's what you mean. You just got to get stretching, and you just uh, got to get more. I need to go to that uh, yoga retreat hotel on on Larry Ellison's island and really right. start training up. Right. Yeah, so you can get that suntan lotion everywhere. That's what the yoga is for. 
if you until you yep. learn until you learn to do like the proper archer arms you just like get sunburned on your back all the time <laughs> that is your punishment for not being zen yeah um cool awesome well uh blue lizard check that out and colby take us home with an actual tech pick oh baby uh so dan you you'd experience my my router woes in person mm-hmm my router has always been weird. I got that ubiquity router because it seemed cool and it like did all kinds of cool things and it has it has a nice like admin interface. And it just like never quite worked right. There was something weird with the five the five gigahertz network where like it would work great and then all of a sudden for like five minutes it would not work at all. And then it would start working great and then like, you know, an hour later. Whatever. It was something I'd grown accustomed to dealing with. Uh, And then one day, like three days before I was supposed to go on a work trip to a conference, it started like every hour and a half, it would like restart itself an arbitrary number of times. So like all, all of the Wi-Fi would stop working. I like tried to talk to support and they were like, oh, well, you need to change the power supply. Like you need to plug it into a different room and tell us if it keeps happening. And they were like, oh, well, just email us back at this, you know, at this link or whatever. And we'll get back to you. And I did. And like two hours later, I did the same thing and I emailed them back and they just didn't answer. And I... I didn't want to leave Laura hanging with no internet while I like went galvanting around the country. So I was on Amazon and I saw that there was a router that was like similar to the wire cutter, like just regular pick for a router. So I purchased it for, for $100. I purchased a new router and it's amazing. It, it just <laughs> like all like, I think I was just having bad, like physical router luck before. Um, because like the previous router I had, like wasn't working great either. I had assumed like it was a problem with my apartment and not the problem, a problem with the routers, but it was totally a problem with the routers. Uh, and now I have like some like middle of the road Wi-Fi six router and it's amazing. It works all the time. Uh, nothing weird happens ever. So it's kind of awesome. It's fine. It's, it's just <laughs> Isn't fine. that great? Yeah. Isn't that great when you didn't have to put that much work in, you just plug it in and it works nice. And yes, it was like a same day, you know, I was like looking on Amazon and it was like, get this delivered by like 1 PM today. I was like, well, I might as well. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so if you're, having router frustrations. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it works great because it's Wi-Fi 6. I have no idea. Like, maybe I've just, like, gotten to the to the, to the head of the, the, like, Wi-Fi arms race in the apartment building that I live in. Um, and, you know, in, in, like, three years when everyone else has a Wi-Fi 6, 6 router, it'll, it'll be terrible again. But for now, I'm, I'm living, living the Wi-Fi dream. Like, almost gigabit like wi-fi speeds wild that's awesome that's awesome yeah it reminds me of back in the day when uh your windows computer would really start to drag after a couple years so you do a full wipe and it'd be like whoa it's like my computer's brand new because it's just like that nice fresh you know 
uh, and it was back. Yeah, that's that's incredible. It's, it's a decent looking router, I will say. I, I'd be willing to have that on my counter. So yeah. the TP-Link AX3000, um, check it out. Uh, the links to that and all the other picks will be available on the website. Uh, so you can have great sunscreen, muffin cups, and Wi-Fi routers, uh, everything you need to have a great afternoon. Gentlemen, anything else from you this evening? I think we covered it all for me. Feeling good. I I do have to ask you, Matt specifically asked. So at the end of the up for debate episode, we uh, were out of ideas for up for debate episodes. We've run out. We've done them all. We're now 242 in. Um, Is there anything you two would, he wanted me specifically to ask anything you two would like to see us talk about next week on the program art. Can you be a little more specific? Uh, Impressionist paintings. Or not. I don't know. <laughs> oh, do you want us to look at paintings? That's yeah, paintings. not the worst. I We've had much worse ideas, so <laughs> that's not bad. Yeah, I think that's okay. I like that. I mean, it is an audio medium, but we can <laughs> describe them. I like that. Okay. That's, that was my idea. That's what I had. Although you did just remind me of the one idea Matt really pitched and I just would not let him do, which is bridges and tunnels. <laughs> such a good idea because well I, you know at the time i this was this was like years ago and i'm like we must have better ideas and now this far down i'm like maybe we don't maybe that really is like the peak of our ideas maybe we'll okay i'm liking these this is good bridges and tunnels yeah it was supposed to be sean vember but sean vember because of my trip and thanksgiving got pushed to seanuary so <laughs> it is now on its third month and into next year so uh, it just keeps slipping. So we got to come up with some ideas in the short term, but Hey, listen, if you guys or anyone else out there has any ideas, you can get a hold of this show. Don't panic show at gmail.com or add up for uh, don't panic uh, show. You can send us your up for debate ideas. Of course, go to our website. Don't panic.io is the URL. Check it out. Links to the picks and the audio of the video of the episodes are there. And you can subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Just look for don't panic, the big red button. You're going to want to get the latest when they hit the feed uh, guys. We're going to wrap it up here. So nice to be back. Wonderful to see you both. Uh, I'm sure everyone enjoyed hanging out with us as much as I did. On behalf of Colby and Dan, I'm Sean. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next time for another great episode of Don't Panic. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.